Now, back to the Pete McMurray Show. Here's Pete, Rob, and Lisa. 2022 is here. We all want to feel better about our bodies. Let's welcome in a guy who gets it. He's certified in about 100 different areas, including personal training and the owner of Phenomenal Fitness. Check out everything at PhenomenalFitness.com. It is Sean Armistead. How you doing, man? Pete, honored and happy to be here to speak with you 2022. Let's do it. Let me explain to our listeners. People can call in or Zoom. We're Zooming with Sean right now, and you're wearing U.S. Marine Corps hat, certified hat from the Marines. Yes. Yes, I I wear it often. I I feel comfortable in USMC gear, and uh, I try to live the principles and 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 the ideals. Well, you're a former Marine. I want you to explain to people one of the reasons that we have you on this show is because, number one, you're so motivating, but number two, you're so relatable because you have high highs and low lows just like all of us. Take us through when you started in the Marines, when you got out of the Marines, the highs, the lows, and how you finally started Phenomenal Fitness. Well, when I was first getting out of the Corps and going back to the world, as we say, I wanted to have a job to teach people how to get in shape, but I didn't know what that meant. I never heard of the term personal training. So I was, I, an offer was made to me to go work at a life insurance company in the marketing side of the house. And I did that, but I didn't, I didn't really click with it per se. Then I wound up going back in the Marine Corps and going to Persian golf. And when I did that, that helped me out a lot. Cause I feel, I felt that when I get back to the world, I'm going to really live my dreams. I'm going to really do my thing. And that's when I started pursuing fitness as a as a as an occupation and as a career. And then I started that full time in 1995. So you got out and de- decided maybe I should go back in for a little bit longer and then join the real world. Well, I went in to I as I was getting out, the Persian Gulf War started, ah. so I re-upped just to go over there and leave 81 millimeter mortar platoon because I was like. Why should I get out? And the war just started. And all I know how to do is do this. So I went back in to, to, to join the forces. And then they let me back out when the war was over. Do you see why I love this guy, guys? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't be out when my team, when my when my brothers were in. That was not going to happen. Well, well, it's 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 Semper Fi, always faithful. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Rob. It's the truth, too. Well, Sean, did you ever have that moment when you finally got out of the Marines where it's like, I don't want to work out anymore. I just had enough of it. Absolutely not. Now, I will say this. I wasn't always as gun ho about fitness as I am now. There, when, when I first started Phenomenal Fitness, the gym in 99, I didn't work out for six months, like a lot. I didn't work out for six months. But what I, I'm be honest. So my platform is physical development, successful AGP, as you know. And once I start really figuring out that the really the way to stay young is robust physical development. And now my, my, my methods, my, my the heart of it changes. Now, the, even before fitness is other stuff. Fitness is not the number one thing. Rob, seriously. So now I need to know what is the number one thing? You can't leave me <laughs> right. hanging like that. <laughs> the, 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 it's sleep, hydration food intake, stress management, then exercise. But it should all be concurrent. They should all happen in the same space of life. But you can't have physical development without the precursors and the foundation of health, which are the things that allow the hormones and the system and the health and wellness to be realized. Physical development can't be realized without the foundations of it. 
I, I think that's probably my biggest issue. And maybe with a lot of people, I have got to be in the right mindset to hit the gym. Number one. Once, once I get there, yep. I'm fine. Everything's great. I feel good. But it's, it's taking that first step, which sometimes is seemingly impossible. So here's the thing. Physical development, negotiating the terms of the aging process will only happen with a multivariate approach. And physical development is a cornerstone of that approach. But things don't have to be perfect for us to continue to move. For example, you don't always have to go hard. You don't always have to go long. You don't always have to work on a muscle. You don't making it bigger. You can work on making it longer. You can work on endurance. You can work on flexibility, work on joint mobility. You can work on conditioning. You can work on coordination. But physical development has to happen every single day. Use it or lose it. Use it or lose. <laughs> Correct. That's my motto. When I'm feeling like, uh, I don't know if I want to do this. I'm like, you know what? You got to use it or you're not going to. You're not going to. And you're not going to have it later. Yeah. Lisa, 100 <laughs> percent. We're talking with Sean, Sean Armistead from uh, Phenomenal Fitness. How do you get the mind right? Because uh, this is how I think. It's got to be 100% or zero. If I'm at 50, you said, eh, if you're at 50%, go ahead and work out. But I beat myself up if I'm at 50%. I need to be at 100% or I'm not going to drive there. It makes sense that you say that. It makes sense that you believe that. But I disagree with that approach because nothing is 100% always. No one can be at peak performance all the time. You can't feel great every day. So sometimes you have to accept the fact that the workout is going to be hard. I'm not going to enjoy it and I need to get through it. But I've never heard of anyone that regretted doing that workout. They regretted not doing the workout. Sure. Did you hear that, Pete? So on Ropes Friday, on Ropes Friday for you, you don't have to, you don't have to do it for a half an hour. Do it no. for 15 minutes. No, you don't. See, here's the thing. Sometimes there's some underlying things that you're not aware of that's holding you back. It could be some subconscious thing. It could be a slight ailment that's impending or inbound. It could be a distraction from an emotional issue, a business issue, a career issue. Here's the thing. When it's not great, it can be good. When it's not good, it can be all right. When it's not all right, it can be, let me get through it. Yes. I love that. (laughs) No, I really love it because I feel sometimes people feel like, if I don't have a full hour to dedicate to my fitness today, they just do nothing. And I always think like 15 minutes is better than zero minutes. Yes, Lisa, 100%. 100%. Here's the thing. So you do a little bit, move forward. You're moving the needle. You do a lot of it. Sometimes you do a lot of it and you should have done a little bit. Sometimes you've done a little bit and you (laughs) should have done a lot of it. Yeah. Sean, we say on this show, listen to your body. And Lisa especially says this. If she doesn't feel like working out, she's not going to work out because her body doesn't feel it. Me, on the other hand, if I don't work out, I have a tremendous amount of guilt. I wear a heart monitor. If I don't reach a certain level of my heart monitor, I beat myself up for days. But you're right. There are certain days where you have to listen to your body. And if you're beat up, you got to rest. You do, but there tends to be other things you can work. Like I had a great client, a college mate come in today and she was beat up from her physical activity of the weekend. And, and we worked her upper body and we didn't work it aggressively. But when when she left, she said, I'm so glad I did this. I feel great. Yeah. Wherever the mind goes, the body will follow. You cannot let your mind, like if you know doing something 
I'm full disclosure. There's rarely a case for a day in seven days not to work out. But as you learn what to do, you understand today is a stretch day. Today mm-hmm. is a lower body strength day and an upper body stretch. Today is an upper body pull day and a lower body stretch. Today is a booty day and an arm day, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> right? So move your body, you're saying. For people that don't get to the gym seven days a week, go outside and just move your body. Do something. Well, generally speaking, yes, but the 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 opportunity is in the is in the niches. They say the riches are in the niches. Like today, I'm doing strength work. Tomorrow, I'm doing length work. The third day, I'm doing meditation and and I'm working on my 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 small muscles. Today, I'm working on big muscles. There's so, there there are eleven major joints. There's upper body, lower body, core. Today, I'm just doing core and stretching. The more you work at it and you get good information, the more you will find great things to do. Today, I'm only working on my, my, my arms and my ankles. There's a thing called mobility, where you work in the range of motion at the joint. When you, as you get older, mm-hmm. you need more mobility, typically in the thoracic spine, more in the ankles, more in the hips. You need more stability through the core. You need a tighter, tighter, more developed glute, glute muscle, glute area as you get older. You can't uh, ignore the booty as you get older because whatever <laughs> protrudes gets plastic. Is that why older people have such a hard time getting in and out of low cars? I always feel like 100%. people of a certain age, oh, yeah. they just can't get that motion to get out of a sedan and they always got to be in an SUV so they could just fall. So Lisa, here's the thing. As we get older, we get three main things, three biggies, fatter, tighter, and weaker. Fatter, tighter, weaker, right? Because we're 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 based off that standard American diet that slowly advances death, that's full of crap, caffeine, refined sugar, alcohol, and processed foods. Yep. Another thing is our joints get weaker, tighter, less engaged. And yes, we tend to work on cardio. And then some of us work on strength and cardio, but few of us work on range of motion and function at the yep. joint slash joint mobility as well, along with flexibility training. So you can have joint health in addition to muscle function. See, now I'm already worried about myself because I've noticed that getting up from the couch and or out of the car, <laughs> I'm already starting to do that little. Uh, Absolutely. Oh. You got to work your body. Yes. You know, so I'm already Rob, that's there. True. I'm already there. So here's the thing. Not knowing what you don't know can be an inhibitor to progress. Right. So when that feeling that you feel is real, you can t- you can have workouts and, and circuits that directly address that that decrease in function or that reduction in well-being coming out of the couch. Those specific movement patterns can be addressed such that you have benchmarks, you have strategies and, and movement patterns to work on, and then you use getting out of the couch as a benchmark to the success of your workouts. <laughs> All right. I like that. Have you ever pulled you know, a muscle getting off the couch, Rob? Uh, I was I mean, close. I was close one time. I was close. I, th- I thought I, I thought I popped the hammy because I was getting up off the couch. I was I was going to chase after my son, and I, uh, I got the twinge. Uh. You won't be the first, Robin. You won't be the last. I mean, how many people listening right now have sneezed or they're tying their shoe and they throw out their back? It's because they don't stretch. And I've been there. I've done it a hundred times. Totally. Unfortunately, <laughs> it has happened to me many years ago. But here's the thing: what's that's called is the when you sneeze and pull your back, that, that sneeze is called the initiating event. 
it's not the cause of it. It was existing and coming on before, uh, yeah. and, and we didn't know the sign. Yeah. Just because when you pick up the piece of paper, that's the initiating event. That's not the cause. It was coming up. It was percolating, and we failed to know the signs of that. Well, Sean, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want you to give people a starting point. There's people listening right now that haven't worked out in a month, six months, even a year. I want you to give those people a starting point. Rob is raising his hand. Rob, you walk every day. You do do. walk. You move the body. I walk all over the place. Sean Armistead is our guest. Phenomenalfitness.com is his website. More with Sean coming up next. More of the Pete McMurray Show next. Now, back to the Pete McMurray Show. Here's Pete, Rob, and Lisa. Our guest is Sean Armistead. Check out PhenomenalFitness.com. We're all getting in shape for 2022. We're getting healthy for 2022. Sean, give us a starting point for people that haven't worked out in a while or people that are just getting back into it very slowly? Where do they start? I think the thing that helps many people feel better is getting back to the thing that they used to do well that they've fallen off of. Like for some people, it's running. For some people, it's cycling. For some people, it's swimming. I think that there are four major areas of physical development that have to be addressed. There's muscle work, muscle strength work, flexibility work, joint mobility work, and conditioning and of those four you should prioritize what's the thing that matters most to you and being as young as possible it's all about being youthful to me right whatever we need to do to retain youthfulness is a way to manage aging at a fine level at a a very appropriate level always look at history to find out what was successful so look at your life when was the last time you lost weight how did you do it and why don't you start yes And the thing that you did that you felt great doing. Right. Yes. Something that makes you feel happy. Because, right, if you if you hate swimming, don't try to force yourself <laughs> to become a swimmer. You're never going to want to go do it. As evidenced by you not doing it ever. Or exactly. rarely. Like, you got to find something you like. Uh, but that is, that is something so you like or you can tolerate. But that is so true. Lisa just hit on something that I think most people do. It's, oh, God, I've got to hop in the pool for a half an hour or, oh, God, I've got to do the treadmill for a half an hour. Like you said, John, do something you enjoy and go from there. It's funny that Lisa said that because I was thinking that, too. No, I think it's very few people. See, for me, coming from the military, like I feel like I don't have a choice. And then being a professional, I don't have a choice. I want to lead, teach and inspire. But for lay people, for people that struggle with adherence to exercise, Start with the low-hanging fruit, things that you're successful at. But then here's the thing. Don't be fooled, folks. You have to do something hard. And sometimes hard is doing something you don't enjoy doing. You have to work at getting stronger. You have to work at getting more flexible. You have to work at the range of motion of the joints to be either symmetrical or as pristine as possible. In other words, this is not going to come free, easy, fun, frolic journey. Mm-hmm. It's going to be arduous. It's going to be discomfort. It doesn't have to be painful because pain leads to injury. It needs to be stimulated, at least adaptation slash positive change. You have to have the mindset that I have to go through struggle to become good or struggle to achieve greatness. There's no greatness without struggle. What if you love cycling 
but you you start up again you realize oh i don't have the muscles you can develop a plan to help you strengthen the muscles that you need to get better at the thing you like doing so that's the carrot and the stick all together you know 100 i think that's so well said it you have to have a struggle to get better but it should not be such a struggle that you're losing sleep thinking about doing it. Pete. <laughs> if it's uncomfortable, <laughs> it's working. If it's uncomfortable and your benchmarks give you feedback that it is working, it is working. Okay. But if it ain't working, it ain't working. I love the buddy system. Even if I'm not a buddy with someone, I, I love competing against other people. I'm on a text with, uh, I have seven brothers. I'm on a text with my brothers uh, working out on a regular <laughs> basis. I send Rob and Lisa videos of me working out. I have a buddy system in my head and that motivates me. But talk to people about a partner on this journey. Oh, I think accountability is the way to go. I mean, we don't, we don't, we can fail by ourselves. But we can't succeed typically alone. And I think accountability is the way. I, I'm accountable to my clients. I'm accountable to my staff. I mean, Pete, I absolutely love and adore you. You're so motivated. You're so kind. I you're am. so intelligent. You're so supportive. It, you know, for me, even thinking I'm going to come on the show, I'm going to work out some so I can be ready for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we text once in a while. I love the fact that you were in the Marines, so you saw the hardcore side and, you know, you're a personal trainer and, and people can check out. You have 100 certifications on your website. It's just crazy, but you have that side of you, but you're personable and you can relate to a normal person. Talk about eating. Every once in a while, you have a sweet tooth. Am I right? Do I remember that correctly? I do, Pete. You're yes. exactly right. I do. And and I I have a fondness for sugar. But you know what I've adapted? Here's the thing. I am not afraid to say I'm wrong. So here's my latest thing. I believe in WFPB, whole food plant-based eating major for a majority. Okay. I'm down on animal products now. I'm not eliminating them, but I am way more passionate about plant-based eating than I've ever been. And it's working for me. So when I was in the Marine Corps, I was 193 pounds. Today I was 205 pounds. And I have generally more muscle, generally more muscle than I had 10 years ago. But my point is a lot of people overdo animal products. I'm not trying to say that they're terrible, but when you, I've had cancer before and I'm a, you know, cancer survivor. I had prostate cancer and I'm cancer-free now, and I'm in better shape now than I was in 2018 when I had the cancer. And one of the biggest reasons is because I've adapted a more plant-based approach. Not 100%, but more. I didn't realize you had prostate cancer. I'm going to put cancer survivor next time you're on the show. That's your first title right there. Cancer survivor and I owner. Don't know, Marine. Former Marine. cancer survivor, yes. I think, trumps Marine. Come on. No. They it's harder me. to become Don't a like Marine than to get cancer. <laughs> it Semper was Semper At least I'm afraid of everything. I'm afraid <laughs> of everything. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, check out his website, phenomenalfitness.com. Sean Armistead. Thank you, Sean. And we'll check in with you uh, later on in the year. Look forward to it, Pete. Lisa, Rob, take care, everybody. More of the Pete McMurray Show next. <laughs> 